This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Sean Black. In this episode, episode six of FM Evolution, it is a lot different than the last five. We're going to be doing a solo show, and we're going to be going over a constant theme that ran through the last five episodes, and that is communications. We're going to be breaking it down, going through and talking about the experiences that we had so far, and going through the top eight ways we can improve our communication in the facility management industry. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Do you know what makes CGP Maintenance and Construction Services so amazing? The fact that they've been in business for 34 plus years tells you that they know exactly what it means to serve their clients at the highest possible level. These guys do everything from build, service, and maintain for the world's largest brands, restaurants, hotel, retail, and property management. They've got you covered. No matter your needs, CGP Maintenance and Construction Services is here to take care of you. So go ahead and check them out at cgpconstruction.com or give them a call today at 858-454-7326. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. These guys are here for you. 858-454-7326. Give them a call. What's up, guys? We're back with FM Evolution, episode six. It's a solo show. And this is going to be pretty cool. You know, we had a great experience in Austin, Texas, and we talked to so many different people there. And, uh, you know, we got the opportunity to talk to some really amazing brands, you know, everyone from Little Caesars to Lazy Dog. Um, we had some great vendors on. And, man, just a wide range of people, a lot of journeys, some amazing stories. And there was a consistent theme that kind of ran through all of our conversations, you know, and I think it's something that affects everyone in the facility management industry. And that's really having good communication and also having breakdowns in communication and facility management. This can be on a vendor side. It can be as simple as just forgetting the detail in your work orders or missing them altogether. Um, if you don't have enough detail with your technicians, the job just doesn't get done the right way. And that can cause some major conflicts with your clients on the restaurants and hospitality on their side of thing. They're running their facility, um, at peak performance all the time. They have to keep it up and running. If they don't have great communication with the people that they work with and the people that they depend on their lifeblood, their vendors to keep them up and running, things can go wrong really quick. So I want to talk about what's going to make it work a little bit better, have better communication. And we have some great information here to kind of share with you guys and go through and kind of explore what we can do to have better communication with it, with each other because it's really a difficult thing to do. Not everyone is really suited to or really trained to communicate well with other people. And especially when you're dealing with two or three different types of people working all together, that becomes way more difficult. And if you're not trained or skilled um, or at least have a better understanding of it, you can make some mistakes that cost you guys a lot of money. You may cost yourself friendships or even relationships or business relationships. 
So we want to go through this. One of the things that I thought I wanted to cover is assumptions. And this is kind of a big one because everyone tends to think they know exactly what the other person is thinking. And, you know, there's a lot of kind of unspoken rules and things that, you know, people know about each other. And sometimes they assume incorrectly. So really, you really need to take the time and and not make assumptions, kind of eliminate them altogether. Sometimes that just means you need to, you know, ask more questions and do what you need to do. But that in the end, that is going to be a big part of correcting and, and making things run a lot smoother. Assumptions literally can cause a bunch of misunderstandings, which that can escalate into way bigger problems. So, so just try to connect with the other person. Talk about what you need to do, but don't assume what the problem is. If you don't know what the problem is, or you think you do, even listen to the other person. You got to kind of go through it, but don't assume. Now, the other thing is when you are talking to someone is, man, pay attention to what they're saying, but find a good place uh, and time that's suitable to talk for everyone. Now, this is not ideal for everyone. Sometimes you have technicians that are running around. You got to get them on the horn or, you know, people are in meetings, but the right place at the right time, you know, make all the difference when you're trying to communicate something that's really important to someone else or the message you need to communicate to get through to their side. It's hard to communicate when you have distractions, especially if it's really important information. Another thing is you may be really, really ready to connect with that person. They're not ready. And it's a bad time. And if you just assume, oh, yeah, we're good to go, that can lead to a lot of problems as well. Um, something that's, I think, well, it seems really like a no-brainer, but ask questions. I think the the best thing you can do is ask questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Well, <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> I mean, just ask. Um, if you want to get the right feedback and get clarity in what you're doing, you know, show that you're listening, ask these people the right questions, confirm understanding with the other person. It's such a big deal. You may not really understand what they're, you know, what they're asking unless you confirm that, or they may not understand. So make sure you ask enough questions in order to really kind of hone in on the communication and make sure you understand clearly what's going on. A lot of times when we are talking with our clients or our vendors or even uh, with people that we work with, things can get pretty heated. I mean, working in facility management and especially dealing with emergencies, there's a lot of stress. No one has it harder than some of the general managers. And that's the other thing we talked about. We were talking about Lazy Dog and we, at the end of the show, we talked about the general managers and the stress that they go under and what they have to deal with. These people have so many moving parts, the logistics of getting operations going. Facility management is just a whole nother level, a whole nother layer of things that they have to deal with. So things can get kind of heated. Expressing emotions is great and it's good to do. It's important, but man, you got to contain yourself because these people are under pressure. And even if they're not, you need to. Um, if you don't, man, things can, uh, can escalate quite, quite quickly. 
And but doing this, calming the other person down and getting them to to work with you is going to be key. Now, I will say that most facility managers, almost all that I've ever worked with are really, really good at this because they deal with so many things that are emergency based or hair on fire that, you know, part of their talent set is really calming down the situation. Now, the people working for them in the operations, the people on the front line, this is not really the case. And sometimes even the the upper management, all they see is dollars are walking out the door. They're losing revenue. Things get heated. But facility management is there to solve that problem. And as vendors, we're there to help them solve the problem. If we can be that part of it for them, it's, it's a great partnership. It's a really, really great partnership. Part of communication that I think a lot of people kind of gloss, kind of gloss over, really is this nonverbal component. It's hard if you're not there. And if facility management, a lot of stuff that a lot of communication we get is nonverbal. Um, it's electronic communication, and that's a whole other level. We'll go through that in a second. But if you're in person with them, you definitely want to pay attention to the nonverbal communication that's going on there. Their body language is a whole different level. If you can understand, and if you haven't looked into body language yet and read some books on it or you know, taken some classes, this will absolutely change the way you communicate with people. Great body language can help you, you know, could make the difference between making the situation better or worse. And if you're not reading that person's body language in a manner that it's going to make you help them or serve them better, man, things, uh, it's not good. Um, you may come across a person who's, you know, arms crossed. Uh, you you already know they're having a bad situation. Maybe they're really closed off or closed minded, or maybe they're just really upset, you know, but understanding their language will better allow you to connect with them, you know, mirror their body language, kind of connect with them on that level and that will help you tremendously in your communication. So I recommend there's a lot of really great resources for body language, and there's a lot of great uh, experts out there. Joe Navarro is one of my favorites. He's an amazing author. He has so many books, but uh, he has um, you know some really great insight into body language. Um, something I thought was really, really interesting, that just a little thing that I had noticed, is when you're approaching other people, when you're talking to them, what was interesting is if you look at their feet and if you have two people in a conversation and they're facing each other and their feet are facing each other, they're very connected, they're talking to each other and you need to talk to them. If you approach them and their feet don't turn, you're just not welcome. Their torsos may turn, they'll look at you, but you're not welcome in that conversation. So you <laughs> maybe it goes back to first couple steps is choose the right time. You're probably not at the right time to talk to them, especially if they're a general manager talking to or on the subordinates that, I mean, sometimes that conversation is super private, given a given minute, you'll be able to talk to them in a second technicians. This is super important for them. If they're working with management, understanding the body language of the person that they're approaching the general manager, again, stressful situations, they need to be very cautious and, and, and understanding. So another good thing to do is recognize and um, reinforce positive behaviors. So great communication is 
a big part of that is really kind of connecting with other people and, you know, like reinforcing things that are, that are really good. If you're working with a team and they have great results and good behaviors, reward those things, recognize them. They're going to be able to connect with you at a higher level. I mean, this is uh, going to help keep the channels open on both sides. People will feel a lot more connected to you. Um, and this goes for facility management as well. Facility managers working with general managers, the whole operations dynamic between facilities and operations, this dynamic is really fragile. We brought this up multiple times. It came up in our interviews with restaurant, uh, restaurant tourists and facility managers that there's a gap and facility management. Um, and I bring it up again with lazy dog, Carrie Teresa was an amazing guest that we had, and her philosophy on this component was spot on. And she's like, we're there. She's like, I really think that that these guys, you know, are are my customers, people in operations. And I was so impressed with that. I thought, man, that's such a great philosophy because it is going to serve her so well because she is a you know, servant leadership is an amazing thing. Everyone should treat everyone as a customer. It doesn't matter if you, if you're the janitor or the vice president or the CEO of a company, if you treat everyone like a customer, um, then it changes the whole way you interact with people and understanding that man, communication is super important with that person. Take the time and go through the steps to make sure that you're connecting with them. Um, and when you're doing that, Another thing to bring up is be patient. You don't expect things to happen overnight. Facility managers are really, not all, but a lot are, are really very good at this, especially if they've been doing this quite some time. They understand the procedures, the process that has to get done in order to get that store open because a car ran through it on a Friday night at 2 a.m., in the rain on a holiday. <laughs> and this is the things that happen in facility management. And uh, it's never easy, but it is just part of the job. If they're a great facility manager, they're calm, collected, they communicate well. And when they're on the phone with you, that's exactly how they handle it. And if you handle it the same, everything's going to go really, really smoothly. Um, not all like that. Sometimes things get really kind of heated and kind of out of line. So make sure with communications of facility management, you take your time to go through this. It's hard because there are so many different methods for communication. Um, there's so many different new software packages that will automatically send out information over email and text. And that's great. And I love the whole data movement, you know, the dashboards and the data crunching and all that stuff. The connection part of it, though, I think is um, still a huge component of what is going to drive a successful relationship to happen. Getting the information over a text for your next job from your facility management company who, well, not always will have all the information can kind of make things difficult. So their communication with electronic um methods, you know, whether it's email or texting, whatever, needs to be, you need to really, really take a second and clarify and go through. And I am, 
I am totally guilty of this. I will tell you right now that um, I have to really focus and read my emails because um, I'm not the, well, I'm just say I'm more creative than I am detail-oriented. And that's great. You got to know that about yourself and have the right tools in place. But reading these emails and going through it, you have to understand that all the things we talked about, you can't do over email. You can't do it. You can't check, you know, the body language. You can't pay attention to um, people's emotions. You you have to understand that the person who's getting this email on the, or this other electronic communication, you don't know what kind of day they've had. So you can still ask questions, but even that is a one-way communication at the time. But being very clear and understanding the tonality in your email um, is so important. I can't even stress that enough. Um, and I know I've, I've, I've heard stories. I've had stories. I've had experiences where the tonality is just so far out of whack. And for all you people that use caps, just stop. <laughs> we don't need <laughs> Oh, I've had so many experiences where people are just yelling over email um, and they just like the caps. And that's cool, but um, the other person on the line of that email is, is now thinking that you're yelling at them. So you need to watch that. But in general, um, the tonality and the wording and you know being very abrupt. I've had experiences where I've gotten emails from people and they're just they're wonderful people, but the situation was tense and heated, and they sent the email in the time, and I've done this myself. Um, where it was not what they wanted to express in the end. So hold your emails. And if you are angry with the whole expressing your emotion part of it, don't send it. There's no need. You can, you can wait, send it when you are um, in a better mood and uh, read through it when you're in a better mood, because it will help you clarify what you're trying to send without, you know, <laughs> let's just put it this way. If you don't want it to, if you wouldn't say it to their face, certainly don't put it on an email because it never, ever dies. This is how it goes. So these are all kind of things that we we do on a daily basis. I you know I encourage everyone kind of get out there and learn more about communication. There's some amazing resources out there that I think um, will greatly help you um, online. There's a, a ton of different um, books and, and and resources to learn a little bit better communication, but practice it. The main thing I can stress out of all the things I learned and all the different situations that we talked about during the last couple of shows is asking the right questions and the tonality is so important. Um, the facility managers absolutely need great vendors and great partners uh, to make things go smoothly because they're serving all the people behind the counter and um and they're also serving all the people in front of it so all the all the patrons they depend on great communication it can be as simple as just taking the time breathe a little bit ask a few more questions and take out the assumptions don't assume because you just you know what they say about assuming (laughs) no one wants to do that Um, so take the time i really encourage you guys so we're really excited to kind of go through this and share with you. We have a ton of information on our uh, webpage and our blog. We'd love to invite you guys go out there, subscribe, check us out. And I can't wait to get episode seven of here coming up in the next couple episodes. We have some amazing, amazing guests and I can't wait to see you then. 
Until then, we'll see you at the next show. And welcome to the evolution. <laughs>